Let's go back in time to learn the secrets of the past. See what love looks like when peering through rose-colored glass. Hindsight's 2020 or 13 to be exact. So let's dive into ancient Hello. Hello and welcome back to The Bachelor of Hearts presents Extra Credit presents Ancient History, the Bachelor Australia podcast that asks the question, Xavier, we watched uh, the first Meet the Parents this week, but I didn't see Robert De Niro anywhere. What's going on? <laughs> Wait, we, we discussed this. We were all going to watch Meet the Parents. We were I... all going to come back here and That's talk right. about it. Yeah. Uh, so you watched what? If you didn't watch Meet the Parents with Ben Stiller, Robert De Niro, there were some people, there was some kissing, there was some beaches. There were definitely parents involved, but I don't. Yeah, I was, I was thoroughly oh, disappointed. No. Not so much as a Ben Stiller cameo. This recap is going to be confusing. Then, <laughs> uh, thank you, dear listener, for tuning into the longest-running Australian Bachelor podcast, as well as I believe the Australian Bachelor podcast with the strongest current immunity to COVID-19 in at least one of its hosts oh, yes. as of the last <laughs> couple of yeah, weeks. Yeah, Xavier, uh, we got a lot to dig into. There is somewhere that I think we should go as we begin. Mm. At the beginning of today's episode, I would like to acknowledge that today we are recording on the land of the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation and pay our respects to the traditional owners and custodians of this land we acknowledge that sovereignty of this land was never ceded and that it always was and always will be Aboriginal land. My name is Xavier Obetsky Noonan, and I love The Bachelor and I hate the coronavirus. That's my new catchphrase. Yeah, you tell me about it. How did you go? <laughs> so if you heard our episode, uh, most recent episode a couple of weeks ago, uh, I was in a steady state of decline. Catching uh, COVID in real time. Right, I love yeah. that we documented that, by the way. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You could really sense the um, <laughs> world crashing in on me, and it did continue to uh, feel that way. Mm. Uh, and, you know, just a bit of a downhill uh, uh, glide into, uh, you know, I can't complain because I'm, I'm triple vaxxed and it was a whole lot better than it could possibly have been. And it may mainly manifested in sleeping a lot, and having a bad throat and uh, fever and um, that sort of thing. But, you know, as far as I, uh, like, I'm fine now. So I'm like, I, I can't milk this anymore, honestly. But I don't recommend getting it. And if I can have one message come away from this experience and from this podcast, it would be that. Don't get COVID, even if you are really hungry for germs and stuff or whatever. You know, it's not a good idea. Not a good idea at all, but it is nice to see that you are back on top, back in full form as we dive into this week's episode of Bokakek. So much to get into. <laughs> hey, uh, I need to point out, by yeah. the way, joining me, Xavier Ravetsky Noonan, is mm. my co-host with the Mohost. Oh yeah, me, that's right. Except I hope that you don't have the Mohost amount of COVID-19. Mm-mm. I think you don't, right? I think no, you're good. no, I definitely okay. don't. I just want to clear the air, you know. There no, was I've some... got Kanono virus. <laughs> I think there was some rumors uh, spreading around that last week's episode, or the last episode we recorded, could give you COVID just from yeah, listening down to the it. mic. So I, I think you are works. safe now, listeners, mm. uh, and thank you all for being here. 
Um, it's the very first fucking hometown week ever. I'm so excited about it. This is season one of The Bachelor that we are recapping for you. We are meeting the parents for the very first time. Thrilling, and we are hurtling towards a uh, a pretty great conclusion, I think, of this first season. One episode uh, next week, but today you get two bangers from us. And before we get there, a Batch World catch-up. But hey, before we even get there, Xavi. You got something for me? You got news? You got things? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, I mean, uh, as you said, we're doing two episodes today, as we traditionally do, um, because it is hometown week. But first, just based on the way that we, like, scheduled out this season of uh, there is just an arbitrary regular episode. Uh, and it's not... I feel bad, but it's not the most interesting episode, right? It's not... I mean, you know, we have to let people know what they're in for. It's not necessarily going to have a lot of big surprises in it. Um, but, you know, we'll get to that. But we will be unveiling the secret pasts of some of these women. And we will mm. be discussing a handful of terrifying dads, uh, as well as lifting the lid on the secret antagonist who has apparently been the villain of this season the whole time. And we just didn't notice. How exciting. But in order to hear the full episode and all that stuff we're talking about, you will have to jump over to our Patreon page where for just $5, you'll get access to two bonus episodes per month, uh, including the full version of this one uh, and many more in our back catalogue. And if on the off chance you are feeling especially generous and want to go beyond that amount, we thank you very kindly. And by goodness, we will just be pleased as punch. Uh, what better way to share our appreciation and delight with those lucky few subscribers than by including them in their very own custom pokey rap? <laughs> Don't ask me to explain how we ended up doing this. It's a long story, uh, but here I will now perform said performance. Hitting the theme music. Sarah, Evie, Alba, Katie, Nell. I've been thinking about it and I feel a bit bad because Nell's name has half as many syllables as the other $10 patrons. Mm. So like technically speaking, Nell is not getting as much out of the poker app as everybody else is. Could we give Nell a second name? Well, Nel- I was- Nelva. Nelva's pretty good. Yeah. I was wondering if like, do we just say Nell twice? I think Nell twice is actually really good. <laughs> Nell, not Nell? Even, not even Nell, Nell, but I will say the words Nell and then the word twice. Now, Oh, that's even better. Yeah. Nell twice. <laughs> yep. Uh, now get in touch if you have a preference. Uh, any syllable uh, you get us, you get it's ten dollars for two syllables. If your name is longer than that, you will have to pay more. (laughs) Or you have the option of condensing your name into fewer syllables. True, and in fact, if any of the other ten dollars subscribers want to, uh, you know, out of respect for Nell, maybe in a in a show of solidarity, mm. um, you know, by by all means, uh, uh, hog as much space as you want. Uh, these people are sort of man spreading all over the pokey rap, you know. Uh, yeah, but you, you're entitled to it, but you're also entitled to abbreviate it, uh, and you know, um, not to put pressure on you, but suffering from some throat, you know, issues and vocal mm. strain at the moment. What with just having the novel coronavirus, SARS-CoV, whatever it is. Um, so, you know, you'd be doing me a service as well. But again, I'm not going to, you know, not going to make you feel uncomfortable no for your here on the freakishly pod. long two-syllable name. <laughs> anyway, that is all of the housekeeping. The is formality. The, the formalities out of the way. Um, yeah. The next thing that we get to do is something very exciting that we like to do at the start of every episode. And we like to give away for free for our beautiful unpaying listeners who we treasure and adore. It is, of course, a Batch World catch-up. 
Bum, bum. Uh, so the way this works is that we go around Batch Nation, catch up with some of our favorite contestants, past and present. We give it to you for free before we get into the episode recaps behind the paywall. And this week, hey, it's Bub City, and I have got a great <laughs> update for you to begin with because the honey badger a daddy. Honey, we blew up the kid, and by that I mean are going to have one. In news, I learned... Just this afternoon, uh-huh. the honey badger is cracking out a little sea banger. <laughs> a sea banger being a child? That's right, a child. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, what do we know about this uh, spawn of badge? We here at the Bachelor of Hearts would like to congratulate all involved in the creation <laughs> of this uh, little rootlet. Mm-hmm. Does and- that include us? I think I feel so. like it on a on a you know in a broad enough sense where honorary we're uncles I think mm-hmm. at the very mm-hmm. least we look forward to seeing the baby badge ripping around all over the bloody shop in tradie brand nappies <laughs> coming soon to a mental picture near you. Wow, yep, you know what? You're right. I can't stop thinking about it. That's right. Lots <laughs> happening there. And do you know what, Xavier? That's not all because someone else dropped a C-bomb this week. You're right. Uh, speaking of babies, congratulations to ex-weapons contracting specialist and season six co-bachelorette Becky Miles and her partner James on the birth of their baby girl, Billy Austin Bevan. Becky shared pictures on Instagram and commented that Billy was born a little early but is doing well, and she certainly seems to be a very sweet little bub. The post was then shared by the official Bachelorette Instagram feed, which must be at least a tiny bit weird for this James person who has Mm. no connection to the franchise at all. Um, Although I will mention the couple did do a fairly cringy gender reveal back in March, So one would imagine that maybe James or Bevatron on Instagram uh, (laughs) is at least somewhat happy to go along with the sort of influencer expatchy style lifestyle. Uh, Time will tell whether Billy will join them on social media or perhaps become Bachelorette herself someday. But we wish the family all the luck and success in the world. I wonder if we will start seeing intergenerational, you know, second generation batchy babies uh, leading the series if it, if it goes on long enough. This has started happening in American football where I'm now old enough. For, for example, there was a guy who was playing uh, when I started becoming a fan of the American football called Asante Samuel and now playing in the league is Asante Samuel Jr. Wow, that's crazy. Are I'm they old. similar players? They actually play the same position, same no as yeah, um, the other guy, Patrick Sertan and Patrick mm. Sertan Jr., both exciting cornerbacks. Wow, they must be really certain about the position they'd like to Do play. Do you know, they used to call him Sertain, and he held a whole <laughs> press conference saying, no, it's pronounced Sertan. Wow, interesting. It's like when uh, vegans have uh, Satan, and they're like, don't call it Satan. I know you think you're funny. <laughs> Uh, All right, well, the breakout star of Bachelorette Australia Season 5 and the please, please break back in star of Bachelor in Paradise Australia Season 3, Tim Hanley, Mm. remember this character, uh, has just gotten engaged to his partner, Brianna Delamote. Oh, good. Good for you, Tim. Yeah, the uh, the couple posted a picture of the two of them embracing whilst looking deep into each other's eyes with rose petals scattered on the ground in the shape of love hearts and also spelling out I love you um, in a fairly 
bachelor-looking, you know, uh, tableau. Uh, the location of the photo is tagged as Binjin, which is either the name of a beach in Indonesia or what we have been doing with episodes of The Bachelor season what? one for the past few months. Um, but yeah, it, it is a funny, like, it's, a, it's, it's like a well-lit, like, deliberately lit sort of space where they have set up this, like, you know, this uh, area, you know, uh, mm-hmm. devoted to romance, and it's like by the pool or whatever. It is not dissimilar to an image that you would see at the end of a season of Bachelor. Oh my of god! I've just brought it up now, and you are absolutely right. This mm. looks like she has walked up to Tim, and Tim has given the Batchy speech that right. says, "I love you." Let's partner up. I'm finally ready to say how I've been feeling all this time. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you also get a shot of her hand, like the ring sparkling. And I think she's sitting down in a car of some sort. You know, this is giving me a lot of finale vibes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Which is interesting because as with Bevatron, uh, Delamotte has no uh, connection to the Bachelor franchise outside of Tim. Um, it's just interesting. I feel like we're we're spreading, um, you know, the the influence is seeping out into the wider world. Oh, we're way. tentacling, baby. Yeah. Uh, the the two of them work together for Tim's athleisure wear brand, uh, Front Runner. Is athleisure wear a word? Because I athleisure, think I, yeah, yeah. Athleisure, I know, is a word, but is that also oh, anyway? Okay, maybe I thought I thought I made something up, and apparently. Just fucking anyway. Uh, their romance has been blossoming on social media for quite some time. Uh, we wish the couple all of the success in the world as they take their relationship to the next level. Speaking of taking things to the next level, mm. Australia's first bachelorette, former home and away star, and frequent discussion topic on this podcast for various reasons, Sam Frost. Frosty. Has taken her. I'm trying to make the segue work. She's taken her uh, online uh, screeds. <laughs> she's not known for doing heaps of them. She's mm-hmm. not like you know. Anyway, she but she's published her memoir. The memoir is oh. called Believe. She's a front runner in the literary game. Um. And, oh, that's a way better segue. Thank you for that. Um. She's um a book leisure influencer. <laughs> that's right. I love that her book just says "Believe Sam Frost" on the front cover. Oh, my God. Uh, this book is available now, unless you are trying to get a copy for nineteen dollars from either the Kmart or the Target at the Broadway Shopping Center in Sydney, like I was. <laughs> so. <laughs> Kmart's website lists it as available for pickup, but it was nowhere to be found on the shelf that I was looking at when I went and spent close to a a fucking hour looking for it because no staff members were paying attention to me. Um, And then I found a staff member and they told me that they were actually just sitting on a pallet on the loading dock and hadn't been processed yet. Uh, Due perhaps to limited amount of interest? I I, I can't speculate necessarily. Um, With with blind optimism, though, I placed a click and collect order thinking, oh, well, maybe I will make them have to because now they have mm. my money. Uh, Kmart then refunded the order the day after. <laughs> uh, it is truly cancel culture run amok. Uh, uh, so, okay, I, fine, I think to myself, maybe they have silenced Sam Frost at the Broadway Shopping Center, but then I learned that Dimix in the CBD has a copy for $35. But am I okay. a freedom-loving patriot? Am I going to throw down 35 of my hard-earned Australian dollars for this oh, book? I feel like you are. I think you did. Are you about to show it to me? I did not purchase the book for $35. Ooh. Another option that presented itself to me was the ebook, which is available for $15. 
Mm. But I'm like, do I want this to exist permanently as part of my digital library? Like, generations down the line, are they going to be looking back and going, what led to this in this person's How did life? this man get here? And then they will hear years, literal <laughs> years of your podcast and be like, oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I suppose actually they might be able to connect the dots there. That's true. So then I find out there is an event happening in Sydney on May the 5th, which as we're recording is in just a couple of days, where not only can you get this book, but you can meet Sam Frost in person and you can get your copy of the book signed for the low, affordable and totally reasonable price of $50 plus Eventbrite, Eventbrite's modest booking fee of $3.84. However, and I was aghast to learn this, this event is fully sold out. That's wild. Yeah. Um, so look, I unfortunately do have to buy this fucking book. Mm. Uh, it is. You've the... got to have it for the canonical library, right? Exactly. It's so if you're text now, if you're not aware, we have this. I have this bachelor library where I'm trying to catalog all of the various books that have any <laughs> any real connection to uh, the Australian series of The Bachelor. Uh, which includes like books written by these people, uh, books with photos of the, these people on the cover. Um, Honey Badger's Guide to Life. Right. Books about how The Bachelor is made and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. It's it's uh, uh, it's the shame of my existence, but also oh, I'm very proud of it. You're an Australian historian. That's right. Well, look, it is probably the biggest collection. Yeah, you're absolutely right. The longest running podcast with the biggest library. You right. just go right ahead and say it. I'm putting it on the like album art or the cover art of the podcast i think it's a good idea yeah yeah biggest library in a little starburst anyway uh i don't have the book yet i wish i could reveal it to you right now um i wish (laughs) i mean i'm kind of glad that our patreon Mm. subscribers are not hearing me explain that i paid twice as much as i needed to for a copy (laughs) of this book right now using their money Uh, Mm. i uh but i wanted to say that i I mentioned this in the comments on the bachelor of hearts osh posting page and i will do so again here because i want to hold myself to it whatever i end up spending getting a copy of this book i'm going to donate that money in an equivalent amount of that money what do I what do I mean? A mirror image of that You're money? You're gonna donate the same amount to some sort of um, pro vaccination foundation, right? right? Exactly. I, I'm not certain exactly what it is. Maybe if anybody has a good suggestion, I know we have some people who work in healthcare who listen to the show. Um, but just fucking somebody who's gonna spend it better than Sam Frost, uh, and we can talk about that book when it comes into my hot little hands. I can't um, wait for you to read it and for me not to. Yeah, it's, it's going to be like a book report episode that I'm going to spend hours and hours and hours and hours writing copy for. And you'll go, I love hmm, this. sounds quite bad. Sounds <laughs> awful. Moving yeah. on. Yeah. Hey, speaking of which, moving on. Uh huh. Guess who has taken a bizarre anti-sunscreen stance <laughs> on Instagram? <laughs> this is great. So I have a feeling it's someone connected to The Bachelor in some way, right? Which is why you you're bringing are. it up. Okay, Absolutely but that, right. Funnily enough, that still leaves me with a lot of plausible options. Xavi, mm, that's right. It's David, the international model, eliminated on night one during Sam Frost's season of The Bachelor. Oh. Now, what, I, I don't know if I really remember that much about David in particular. He, he okay, was like, so he was in all the promos, hmm. and he was like the suave man. Oh, I recognize this guy. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. He's not mm-hmm. actually the guy I was thinking of. He must have been, that, that person must have been on another season or something. I think often they just have the worst kind of man you could imagine on night one, uh, just so that person can be the water cooler conversation and then you know absolutely and that was very much the case uh in david's episode of the bachelor and this Mm. on the whole is a weird one and i want to dig in a bit because i saw 
some other influencers and people from the Batchy franchise sharing posts kind of related to this. And just to get out Fantastic. ahead of anyone here uh, who might tell you that sunscreen causes cancer. Sure. Uh, we we are forced to uh, explain some things that just feel like they should be kind of basic. But yeah, sunscreen doesn't cause cancer, folks. So we want to say that up the top. Okay. Yeah. But let's start with what's happened, which is that a recall has been ordered for a bunch of sunscreens over the detection of a carcinogen called benazine. Now, unfortunately, a bunch of these sunscreens are made by the Cancer Council. Okay, so cue this from David, the international model from Sam Season. He says... Oh, how many times I've said I don't want to douse myself in chemicals whilst my body is exposed to the sun, hot, and when the pores absorb everything. The only way is to limit your sun exposure and or cover up. It's a big part of what's killing our reefs too, which I want to flag as like a half-truth. We can go there later. Okay. Uh, he continues, just another conspiracy theory that's come true. Ah. Oh. Now, benazine, bad, right? And also not used as an ingredient to make sunscreen in any way whatsoever. Right. And so okay. you're like, how does this get into sunscreens? And it turns out that some of the raw materials that you might use to make sunscreen may contain a really trace amount of this carcinogen called benazine. Okay. The Australian Government Therapeutic Goods Administration is extremely cautious about this. They regularly test sunscreens and other skincare products for benazine and have set the regulatory limit at, quote, below two parts per million mm. in sunscreen products that are regulated as listed medicines in Australia. They continue, we use a very conservative approach to set limits for benazine and similar chemicals. Right. They are calculated to ensure that individuals' excess cancer risk would not exceed one in 100,000 if that individual used the maximum recommended amount of the product hmm. every day of the year for 70 years. Right. Okay. So what, I, what it sounds like is this is a bit of a known issue. So, yeah, what that means is, in short, like, it is good on the whole that these products have been recalled because... Instead of, let's say, uh, the most recent one that I saw was uh, Banana Boat, right? And instead mm -hmm. of it being below two parts per million, it was something like three and a half parts right. per million. And so it's good and it's safer that these products are off the market. However, it does not in any way equate to sunscreen equals cancer, a conspiracy theory come true. Well, no, because it sounds like this is a this is a known issue with which there is already a very like stringent like uh, mechanism in place to ensure that this doesn't become a wider problem. In fact, in order to exceed a cancer risk greater than one in one hundred thousand from wearing sunscreen, you would have to wear a sunscreen brand that used raw materials that consistently contained an excess of this chemical benazine every day yeah. at the maximum dosage yeah. for 70, 70 years. years. Yeah, yeah, Conversely, yeah. a recent report by the Skin Cancer Foundation claimed that, quote, 
Regular daily use of SPF 15 sunscreen can reduce your risk of developing squamous cell carcinoma by about 40% and lower your melanoma risk by 50%. Right. Okay. Yes. We're so making this is, a trade-off here. This is fairly clear. The other thing I quickly want to mention that I found in in the uh, the uh, the bio of this person's Instagram page is that they're also an account manager for something called Crush Wine and Drinks. Alcohol is a known carcinogen. <laughs> there is strong evidence that has existed for decades that drinking alcohol increases people's risks of cancers of the breast, liver, mouth, throat, esophagus, bowel. <gasps> Heavy drinking can increase your risk of stomach cancer. Like there, it is a mm -hmm. very concrete link that has been discussed for decades in yeah. all known <laughs> medical journals. Look, and, you know, glass houses, stones thrown. I'm sitting here drinking a gin and tonic. So we're all sinners Look, in our own way. of course. We're all going to die of something. Yeah. But yeah. you don't need to create a moral panic about something that, like, as this opposed to thing. alcohol, something that regularly saves countless lives, right. countless, like, amounts right. of suffering and hardship uh, by being one of the most elemental protective forces we have against this thing. Fucking A. And to the point about uh, sunscreens and the barrier reef, yes, that's true of some sunscreens, but you now can buy a lot of screens that are uh, reef safe as well. Excellent. I mean, yeah, that sounds like something that there should probably be some more uh, discussion about. And, you know, if I were a person who had 22,000 Instagram followers, that might be one of the things I would want to get my word out about. Fucking as opposed A. Look, to this fringe, yeah. fake non-issue. This is the thing. And so, yeah, I saw some other uh, batchy contestants posting about the recall, not really making any comment on it, but I thought, let's just mm. get out ahead of this. Mm. Let's be in front of this issue so that just in case anyone tells you, oh, no, sunscreen is, is cancer causing, the, uh, compa the comparison that you're making is uh, increasing your risk beyond one in 100,000 over a period of 70 years used every day with a bad batch yeah. versus uh, simply having a 50% uh, lower chance of developing melanoma. So uh, uh, we're going to say myth busted to that. I've got a few more Batch World updates if <laughs> yeah, you would sure. like. I yeah, love great. them. Yeah, okay. of course. This is the speed round. Here we go. Yeah. Rachel Arahill ate a big pink donut this week. Go <laughs> off, queen. <laughs> Fuck yeah, get it, babes. Chelsea McLeod has launched a new nails business, Nudie Nails. Yeah, she has. Is she introducing an 11th nail? <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually think she's going to start selling hammers next. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Good idea. Mm, mm, Do a little mm. combo deal. Uh, Bella Varellis is advertising a product called Growth Bomb. <laughs> what, what, what? And finally, in the Bachelor Catch Up this week, Jimmy Nicholson has made a new addition to his toilet. No further context provided. <laughs> Fantastic. I hope that all of our favorite ex Batchy stars will have new additions to their toilets in the, <laughs> in the weeks to come. Folks, that's going to do it for the free portion of the podcast. I hope you have enjoyed uh, what we've had to say here, uh, and we trust that you will uh, you will come on back if you uh, if you enjoyed your time, and and if you really enjoyed your time, and if you're feeling like you could afford it, you got a couple of loose shekels shaking around at the bottom of your satchel. Uh, why are you measuring money in... Anyway, look, we love you. In shekels uh, and satchels, yeah, look. <laughs> right, yeah. We would be very thrilled to have you over at the Bachelor of Hearts uh, extra credit page on Patreon, which you can find at patreon.com slash bohpod. Um, but if that's not right for you, then that's totally fine. We'll, uh, we'll catch you again very soon. Um, thanks again for listening. If you'd like to 
share the pot around with anybody, we'd be uh, awfully grateful. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, as for now, we'll, uh, we'll we'll talk to you again soon. We love you very much. Goodbye. Goodbye. Just one hope.